This podcast is part of Podcast One Sportsnet. Time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jeff Waterhouse. Yeah, brother! How are you, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, great comedy writer from Family Guy, making history, ton of stuff. Got a hilarious new book out entitled So You're Going Bald, right in my demo's wheelhouse, Julius Sharp. Before we get to Julius first... Let me thank the folks that sponsor this podcast for real, true car, for all your car buying needs, and betonline.ag, Podcast One's trusted partner in all things gaming. And hey, if you like my show, you're going to love Offbeat with Ricky Anderson and Mir Harris on Podcast One. Join the head of A&R for the Kanye West-founded label Good Music and the music executive turned activist as they sit down for strange stories and offbeat conversations with some of the biggest names in music, comedy, entertainment, and more. Download new episodes of Offbeat with Ricky Anderson and Mir Harris every week on Podcast One. And as always, before we get to my guest today, Julia Sharp, time for the Waterhouse Update. Brought to you by Chef ZRD, the gender-neutral can of ravioli. Final four is set. Tension thicker than DJ Khaled's neck fat. Virginia Auburn. That's not a stripper. That's the first matchup. Get your head out of the gutter. Auburn scores more than DiCaprio at the Jackson Hole Hooters. But Virginia, like a casket salesman who's seen your MRI, they just keep coming at you. Michigan State, Texas Tech. I haven't seen defense this good since the Jesse Smollett plea bargain. The Spartans cranky as Sarah Huckabee Sanders during Lent. But the Red Raiders, like that kid with the candy bars outside the bank, they just keep coming at you. I'm going Auburn MSU, then Spartans he wins it all when Tom Izzo melts a ref's skull with his stare. That NCAA wrap-up brought to you by KafkaAsk.com. Ask any question and get a befuddling answer at KafkaAsk.com. NBA! L.A. Lakers shut down LeBron for the rest of the season. LeBron, of course, strained his knee ligaments at lunch with Jordan Peele. Go! WGC match play won by Kevin Kistner. Boy, he's bounced back from that whole Waterworld disaster. Also marks the three billionth win for a white guy on the tour. Those items brought to you by tea. When there's no other choice but scalding water, try tea. America's pastime. Now not planking. Baseball. Brewers Christian Yelich starts the season with a homer in four straight games. If he can keep it up. People won't be bored by May with baseball. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1970, the place Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Auto dealer Bud Selig buys the bankrupt Seattle Pilots for $10 million and seven pea green Chevy Blazers. He renames them the Brewers after briefly considering the Impalas. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by Main Course Chewing Gum. 
Try our famous Clams Casino and the all-new Chicken Parm. Now, it's, uh, it's talk time, finally. My guest today, he's written for Late Late Show, The Showbiz Show, Family Guy, Cleveland Show, and so much more. He's got a hilarious new book out, So You're Going Bald, Julius Sharp. Julius, how are you today? Oh, my God, it's a real pleasure to be here, Chet. <laughs> uh, you know, long-time caller, but you don't take calls. No. So, yeah, so I, how would you know? Uh, yeah, I can't because it's an FC. Yeah. I messed up one time really bad when I was doing calls at Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they said no more. Yeah. A, a lifetime ban from calls. No, I heard about that. Yeah, that's scary. I, I always guess the athletic body type of my guest. Uh, I got Julia Sharp in front of you. You have the athletic body type of a of a weary poker player. Well, I'm wearing a sweatshirt. If that's I took true. it off, I think, you know, you might see Canasta, <laughs> some other game might yeah, pop its like way in. Something a little more physical, yeah. is what you say. Yeah. <laughs> you look in good shape. Oh, thank you. You just look like you've been at it about 18 hours. You've been trying to yeah, get the, get the correct hole card. Yeah. I mean, well, this is one thing about being bald is you just instantly look elderly. So uh, That's true. That's true now. Uh, we're going to get into the ball thing. Yeah. Uh, but first got to find out, because uh, uh, even my researcher, my crack uh, research staff, uh, Jimmy, uh, he couldn't find out uh, where, you, where you went to high school or any, any of that. Yeah. No, he wouldn't, he wouldn't leave me alone. No. No. Yeah. 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 He just harassed you. Yeah. No, I'm, I went to high school in Lexington, Massachusetts. Whoa, you're another. Oh, man. Yeah. Back-to-back Massachusetts TV writers. Yeah. Lexington, Massachusetts. Now, is that in there near the uh, liberal uh, uh, Boston hub, or is that a in the western part of the state where they do like logging and uh, they uh, bay, uh, hay bales. No, and it's like the, the leafy, beautiful part where those people hate us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we hate them. <laughs> yeah, so it, it works all, out. It's great. Yeah, it's, it's actually emotionally healthy. Yeah. So Lexington what? What's the high school? Uh, Lexington? Uh, Lexington High, the Minutemen. The Minutemen, sure. they yeah. got to be the Minutemen. The Revolution, you know, Lexington Conquer. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'll keep going, though, because a lot of my listeners may not know they're younger than 50. Yeah. The, I learned this. Yeah, no, the, when we were at war with the British to become our own nation, and it's worked out great for both of us. I think so. Yeah. They're in, a, they're, they're in some hot water right now with the Brexit thing, which I believe is still some sort of thread from the revolution. Yeah. It's like, we didn't want to be with them. They don't want to be where they're. No one's happy. No, no, yeah, internationally. Uh, yeah, things uh, internationally. We need an analyst. We need a couple's counselor. I counselor. think so. I think international affairs boils down to like no one's happy. Yeah, and they got to stop that. We got to get happy. Hey, speaking of married, two kids now. That's right. Uh, uh, they bring you peace from the from the fast pace of the uh, television world because oh, you're yeah. on fire, which we're going to talk about too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, my three-year-old woke up screaming at uh, 11:30 last night, and then someone wrote about it on Next Door. They thought someone was being murdered. <laughs> There, yeah, no, there's too many apps. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that 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 crosses the line. Yeah, you got to go on and say no one is being murdered, just a child screaming. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and that's how you meet your neighbors. That information brought to you by Pinocchio Hose, Nevada's only all puppet brothel. So, <laughs> so, uh, so some relief from that. Now, what's your great? Uh, what you play in high school? Did you did you do sports in high school? Uh, yeah, I, I did well. You I was a like national cross country runner. I'll be honest. I, I was a very good runner in college. In high school, I was a national champion debater, which took most of my time and didn't, wow. didn't allow me to pursue sports. And then in college, I was a very good runner. Where did you go to college? Columbia in New York City. New York did the Lions. That's right. And a pretty good cross-country team because, you, boy, when, you're a, when your practice a facility is Central Park, you better run your ass off. Oh, yeah. You got to – yeah, and in moves. The ni- in the 90s? 
Dinkins right. era? Yeah. Sure. It's a lot of like naked guys snorting coke off a mirror. You're out to get in your morning eight. You know? so you gotta, you're, you actually knew moves. Too. You're hurtling people who are passed out. I mean, it was a real, they call it a fartlick workout where you. A you fartlick cha- workout. Yeah, there was a, after a Swedish physician, you change paces. And uh, it's actually one of the best workouts you can get is the, you go to the worst park you can find. And then just, uh, just and, run for your life. Right. It's an obstacle course. Exactly. And you're trying to tell me that Fartlick is actually a Swedish doctor. That is the, actually the man's name. I, w- I couldn't make that. <laughs> I'm not that good a writer. <laughs> that fact yeah. brought to you by Scorn Flakes. Openly mock nutrition with triple fat Scorn Flakes. So, so maybe the highlight comes from, uh, from, the, from, from your cross-country cross career at uh... – you know, I would say after college, I finished uh, 16th in the Anchorage Marathon in 1996. Wow. Yeah. That's big time. Yeah. That's I mean, the best highlight we've ever had on the show. I mean the Kenyans – Martellus Bennett. The Kenyans don't come up to Anchorage to run that one. Uh, that's true. Yeah. It's, all, it's, it's yeah, mostly it's... like locals. But <laughs> yeah. I did finish 16th. That's pretty impressive though. Yeah. And in Anchorage, yeah. I don't care what time of year. It's a little chilly up there. Yeah, it's uh, well, it was their summer, but it, it was all right. I finished yeah. a three oh six was the time. That's so huge. That's a sub seven minute pace. That's massive. Yeah, thank you. You're like a pro. I was. Never had that here. I just had Lou Schneider in here, but I also think. Uh, uh, for your uh, highlight, first of all, Lou Schneider's highlight was uh, he elbowed a kid in a high school soccer game. Uh-huh. Uh, wh- you know, he up. did draw blood. Yeah. So that, that moves it up the list. But this is better. And then you used your uh, athletic ability, if I may say, uh, I think I read this. You chased a guy who did a hit and run on you in a yogurt land parking lot. That's right. That yeah. was a few weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. And you, But you clocked like a two and a half minute uh, uh, uh Half mile, yeah. Yeah. I did a sub five half. That's cruising. Up, up La Brea to chase a guy who, like, bumped into my cars. I, I took a moment to just – when you have kids, sometimes you just pull over and eat yogurt by yourself. Sure. Oh, right. yeah. No, I know the feeling. Yeah, you're just yeah. listening to a little it's music. Just... And I'm in my car, you know, eating my solo dad yogurt at 940 at night. And even if they call, you just go, a lot of traffic. Yeah. I can't get back. A lot of traffic. No one's calling me. No one's checking up on me. No one cares. Uh, so my car, I, I hear like a bump, and then just adrenaline kicks in, drop the yogurt, and I just fly up La Brea chasing this car, and I have not felt more alive since. Did you catch him? Oh, God, no. But you got the license? But, I mean, they were clearly pulling in out of traffic. Like, they were yeah. scared that I was getting the plate. Oh, that's so, impressive. So, you know, I could have caused an accident, which Fear was of God threw yeah. it right into him. Yeah. Man, I love that from, like, 12. That's like a, that's like a superpower. I don't scare people. I don't know if my doctor, who's already told me I need to go to a cardiologist, would recommend me doing this. <laughs> yeah, he's already given you that. Yeah. But he just literally, like a brand, you know, like you walked in, you filled out the forms, and he went, "All right, before we go any further, we're making a cardiologist." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like there's a whole thing. I got to go to Cedars. It's, I'm sure it's fine, right? No one's yeah, that sure. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll just double your Crestor, and you'll be on your way. <laughs> All right, uh, and I see he came on the Late Late Show. And you started writing jokes. He did stand up. That's right. Is that how you got to Late Late Show? Or yeah, I mean, I had basically through stand up met a guy named Alex Sulkin, who he wound up going to the Late Late Show, and then sort of he told me that they were except freelance jokes, and I at the time was super broke in twenty nine to stand up. By the way, I made in nine years of stand up, I made eleven thousand dollars, so I was not good. Well, uh, yeah, well, I don't know. 
That's, that's 16th in the uh, Anchorage stand-up, really. <laughs> yeah, basically. There are yeah, people it's not bad. doing less. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. one, one oh, was, yeah. once was two grand at Goucher College. So that's <laughs> such an outlier. <laughs> people who don't know the market wow. rate for my stand-up are that's, just like, we'll give you two grand. Yeah, literally 18% of your nine-year <laughs> income came from one gig. <laughs> yeah. Probably a nooner. Yeah. No, it was it was oh, a, 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 a an, an, an orientation at an all-female college. It's like, welcome to college. Here's a guy you've never heard of who's somehow making more money than he ever has in his life. And I come out and I'm like, hey, with my like stupid New York stand At least you were happy. Yeah. You had to be happy about him. Yeah. So through that, I met Salkin, who then took freelance jokes for Kilborn. Kilborn, like, he kept reading these jokes and going like, I really like this joke. Who wrote it? And they're like, some guy who lives in New York. And then because he loves being confrontational, he's like, well, maybe we should just get him to write for the show. He seems to understand it better than anyone here. And then someone left, and then they hired me, and I had never been to L.A. They flew me out here, and then I was on the 405, and I was so disoriented and upset because I hadn't driven in 11 years. And it was so bright out, I didn't own sunglasses because I was broke, that I just pulled over and started weeping. Literally had a breakdown in the breakdown lane of the 405 within 20 minutes of landing because there was no – Only in L.A. Yeah. Could you you have a nervous breakdown – on the eve of a new job. Yeah, nothing had happened yet. That's how pressure packed LA is. Yeah, nothing had happened. I was just crying on the side of the road going That's like, insane. I think I made a huge mistake leaving that awesome job I had in New York right. making $11,000 in nine years. And Kilborn, a master of the sarcastic fear-based structure <laughs> well, to a corporate environment. Yeah, he, we, we, we got along super well. Yeah, so. he's a good guy. Yeah, I'm, he's I'm, funny. I'm very good at ingratiating myself with people who hate other people. And then you slid right into, speaking of, perhaps, uh, the McFarland stuff. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The, the Family Guy and the Cleveland show and all that stuff. Yeah, all the Machiavellian. Scoot over there. Well, a lot of Machiavellian maneuvering of my rivals. And then um, I met. Oh, really? Yeah. You I, don't seem like the guy. <laughs> I, uh, when I was out one night at the Brass Monkey, which is a karaoke bar, I, Seth was there with this friend, Alex Sulkin. And um, whom Seth, you knew, yeah, from the other from stand up, and so Seth at that point wasn't as famous as he is now, and he was about to host some Canadian video game awards ceremony, and they were, they said, oh, he wow. needs jokes, and no one would write for it because it wasn't paid, whatever. And I, I at the time was single and was like, yeah, I'll go over to his house tomorrow. I don't care. Yeah. I'll write some jokes. And so that day, for some reason, I was Canadian funnier. video games. Yeah, I've already got eight jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that you know, I was just funnier that day than I've ever been before or since, and so it, it just like I got lucky again, and then wound up you know in his that camp. kid plays with pressure. Yeah, no breaking down as I drove over no, no, uh, no, Colfax that, that day. No, <laughs> sure, yep. by then I was an old hand at driving without sure, crying. Yeah, I could go anywhere without weeping. That's, that's a skill in LA. And speaking of the a skill of driving uh, without crying, uh, that that, uh, that skill tip brought to you by Throwbacks. The e-cigarette you light with a match. Uh, so listen to me now. now you got, uh, before we get into the into the book, yeah. Um, so you do all that stuff. You can do some voices. That had to be fun. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was packaged for Mr. Griffin. Yeah, but still. Oh, that's eight hundred bucks. No kidding. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, and then I they rerun get in on it. That. Oh yeah. Except it would sound like, hey, package for Mr. Crow. I don't know if they want that. <laughs> I think they would. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it depends what the package looks I gotta like. I got to meet that Selkin guy. That's what I got to 
Oh yeah, he seems to be the key to this. No, without him, I would. I don't even know where I would be. No, you meet one person and stand. Yeah, up. but you got to, and in show business, they say you got to have someone who, uh, you know, an advocate. Yeah, and the the great thing about me is I never paid it forward. Yeah, well, no, no, that's the way it's done out here. Yeah, I'm not bringing anyone. Look, up. Uh, who's going to be weeping on the side of the 405 if you pay it forward? That's right, and that's an important lesson in life. Making history. Yeah, you did that. That was like your baby. Oh yeah, my my baby that was taken away from me almost instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, uh, funny show. Thank you. Funny show. Guy goes back in history uh, essentially to uh, f- uh, discovers time travel and uses it to try to get laid. Yeah, yeah. yeah he just wanted as to, any man would. Yeah, he used his superior knowledge of the present to you know quote Richard Pryor as if he had written it. They don't know. They hadn't seen anything. It's right, like right. 1775. It's all new to them. <laughs> it's all funny too. <laughs> yeah. Who's gonna catch you on? Well, not Fox. <laughs> yeah, now, now what? Uh, uh, you got something? Uh, a new project, right? Yeah. What's that? Uh, Can you a, talk to him? Can yeah, you talk uh, it's a, it's in the pilot phase, Chet. You know what a pilot is, Chet? Uh, yeah, sure. I know what a pilot. is. Seattle Pilots. I, I called some of their minor league games. Yeah, uh, sports kind of like that. And show business are a little different. Chet. A little different. Uh, yeah, and you know, in the Hollywood world, the pilot is a test. Oh episode. yeah, you know what it's like. It's like uh, it's like the. Um, uh, the two-a-days, when they uh, run the practices for all the scouts. Yes. Yeah, that's what that, it is. That's exactly right? what I mean, that yeah, was... Yeah, I put it together. That was very deft, how you did that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so we're Gary, making look this... up deft. <laughs> we're make... Don't look it up, Gary. We're, we're <laughs> making this test episode. It's called United We Fall. It's at ABC. It's kind of loosely based on my, like, family life and uh, some things that happened to me, like when my uh, three-year-old had a prolapsed rectum. Chet. Hell, brother. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know a lot about medicine, but I'm going to tell you this. Prolapsed rectum does not sound good. No. They got Tony Garofalo going out to the mound with a xylocaine to spray down the <laughs> pro-trapped rectum. Or yeah, whatever. I mean. You prolapsed. Pay, I mean, imagine, you know, Jim Londborg with just his butthole hanging out. <laughs> yeah. You don't want the amateur lapsed rectum. You want the prolapsed rectum. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. That uh, your kid had that. Oh, brother. Oh, seven times. Yeah, seven times. Yeah. By the seeth, you're so jaded. You're just like, <laughs> you're just that's... like, yeah, tuck it back in. Yeah, you can walk that off. <laughs> Come on, shake it off. <laughs> you're in the big leagues now. Your organs, they they'll, they'll know what to do. So you find a uh, you find a, a way to. T- so this got to be a bit of a passion project. Yeah, I'm very passionate yeah, I mean, about it, prolapse rectums. <laughs> well, you know, someone has to be, and your kid's certainly jaded now. Uh, so, so the whole show is you're trying to take, the, like, the real stuff that yeah. happens to people instead of all the candy-ass-coated uh, Basically, it's, it's, uh, sitcom these, it's a couple, and they're both, like, pretty smart, and they have a great marriage, but for some reason they just can't get through the day. They can't get out the door. It's Why hard. Is that? Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah, it's complete. It's tough. Yeah. I don't envy this generation. No. No, no, with all the phones and the apps and uh, your TV watching you constantly while you're walking around your house. Oh, yeah, and they're going to die in a super volcano explosion. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> I think we're on, uh, I agree. I think we're on uh, borrowed time already. Oh, yeah. That, uh... That sad note brought to you by Asgard. Sit down anywhere worry-free with all hemp Asgard. And Slivers, the all-bamboo dippin' shaw. It's tobacco-free. Now, you're going bald. Yes, sir. I don't mean to say you're going bald. I, I mean did. The book. Yeah. Uh, so you're going bald. It's a, a losing your hair memoir uh, from toupees to laser helmets. And you say, here's what I love. There's three stages of baldness. Anger, 
Yep. More anger. Yep. And then outrage. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's the right. way I call a game. So oh, I like yeah. that stepladder. No, it shows. And uh, I think people respond. You know, people love meeting a short, angry, bald guy. <laughs> they do? Yeah. <laughs> they love that. Oh, yeah. You know, we are, you're at a party, whatever. Someone gets sat next to you. They're like, oh, good. Or you're on a plane. <laughs> sure. Well, this is the thing about, about being bald on a plane. I go into this in the book. Is the bald guys on the plane all have to make eye contact with the tacit understanding that oh. in a disaster, no one's going to help us. Right. So you guys have to help yourselves. It's like uh, right. it's like during the World Series when the infield has to mask their uh, their signals to each other. They use their glove to hide what they're saying to the first. That's one. right. It's like you have you have a whole separate language. Bald guys on a plane. There is bald pigeon that we frequently <laughs> speak to pigeon. each other. Yes. Wow. But uh, the good <laughs> that we don't really have to hide it that's because really impressive. Yeah, bald pigeon. We don't have to hide it because no one cares about us. Oh, so you just speak to yeah. it. Nobody even pays attention. Oh, there's some bald guys yapping. Everyone else is – that's none of their business. <laughs> what are they saying? Ah, they're bald. Who cares is what you're saying. Well, that's what I imagine. I wish I wish I knew I had bald. So you tell me. What are you saying? So is there a stage after outrage? Do you ever get to just go, all right, I'm bald? No. No. <laughs> you don't. All right. Now, uh, uh, guys who shave their heads. Yes. Are they allies or are they scalp whores? Uh, no, they are allies. And I call that choosing to exit the matrix, right? Like you can puff up your hair and give yourself a yeah. full hawk, whatever. But you shave your head and then you are for better or for worse saying like I'm diving right into whatever the hell this is. It's <laughs> just going for it. Right. Yeah. And, and I admire that. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, well, like, you have to. Right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's like say you go to uh to to visit somewhere and they say this is the hottest ghost pepper in the world, right? You've traveled all the way to Machu Picchu. It's like sure. you kind of got to eat the pepper, right? You're going to yeah. be there once. That's true. So you're saying, "Hey, go for it now." I'm saying if you think you're going bald, really go bald. And you don't have to think about it. Eventually, you're going bald. Well, we're all going to. I mean, for God's sake, nuns are bald. Yeah. I mean, so you're going bald. In the cosmic sense, death is the great equalizer because we will all lose our hair, you know, yeah. and become skeletons. So we just do it first while living. So, so, so you're ahead of the curve. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you advance in You're age. leading the way. Yeah, basically you instantly, when you bald, go from 25 to 70, and you just hang out at 70, and then everyone else ages – but you still look the same you've always looked. So even when you're 90, you still look 70. You just become frozen in amber at elderly. When they were passing out guts, bald guys got back in line for second helpings. They're leading the way. <laughs> Man, that little tidbit brought to you by weeds. We're not as pretty as flowers, but we grow out of solid concrete. You got to give us that. That is pretty good. Now, bald athletes. Let's, let's, uh, here's my theory. Yeah. Yeah, football. Because I've, I've been around a lot of bald uh, athletes. Football, it's good for defense. Uh, it's weak for offense. Hmm. Uh, you're bald, if, you're, if you're bald, I'm saying lean defense. Like Ray Nitschke, it made him scarier that he was right. bald. Uh, but Tom Brady bald, you're thinking, yeah. I, I think I could pick this guy off. 
Yeah, I mean, why a tittle? Was yeah, that, that, oh, yeah, 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 and, and, and uh, everybody's memory of why a tittle is uh, when he uh, fell apart at the end of his career. Yeah, broken and bald on the field. <laughs> yeah. What What do you make of Brian? Broken and bald should be your sequel incident. Yeah, uh, <laughs> your next no, book. No one's clamoring for that quite yet. <laughs> Nobody's clamoring. Nah, the, well, we'll see if they clamor for the first one, and then if the clamoring. <laughs> yeah, continues. sure. There's different levels of clamoring. I, yeah. I, think, I think there's a clamor out there. You got a publicist. Oh she's yeah, sitting right here. I mean, she's she's you know she's 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 checking her her uh, her Twitter. She's, but she's more she's here. She's more bodyguard than publicist. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll stay. In um, where, where in your theory, where do you put Brian Urlacher? Because he was bald, great, Defense. but then he got hair. He got the and then, uh, and then the Bears fell apart. and He retired. Right. So what do we make of that? I, I say uh, I say it, it supports my theory. Okay. That, uh, and, and I cannot think. Of a strong, bald, offensive guy. Now, basketball doesn't matter. Yeah. well, Anybody could shave their head, I think, in basketball and probably be a better player, possibly with the exception, and you, I believe, will appreciate this as a Massachusetts guy, Larry Bird. I don't, no. I don't, I cannot imagine Larry Bird bald. I, w- I it scares me. Yeah. I mean, even with hair, that's, you know, sort of not optimal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a little odd. Hey, there's a guy who you got to say, uh, uh, God bless him that he can pass like that. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know where he'd be. Yeah, I mean, he'd be an exhibit of like a transparent ostrich skeleton in a museum or something if he didn't play basketball. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not sure what he'd be. Although, why is he never uh, – I'm taking a little tangent here. Um, why is he never – you know, there's all this talk about the GOAT now, greatest of all time, and it's always between Michael Jordan and LeBron. Yeah. And I always say, well, what about Magic Johnson? He kind of transformed the game. I mean, uh, he came into the game when guards were uh, – a tall guard was 6'2", and then he comes in at 6'10", dribbling and passing and changing the whole mm-hmm. game and dunking the whole thing. But really, at the same time, what about Larry Bird? Completely mm-hmm. altered the game. Yeah. The way the game was played, he should be considered for our greatest of all time as well. Yeah, I've never really forgiven Magic for Paul Westfall. Yeah, ooh, Paul Westfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah he just submarined him. Yeah. You can't he be did. the greatest and submarine your coach. Yeah, I don't like true. that. No, I know you're right there. Yeah. You're right there. Yeah, you're old school. I have a lot of 35 year old hot takes. You're, you're, uh, <laughs> hey, that's all I need. <laughs> you're Western Massachusetts, uh, uh, grind him out. Yeah, you don't oh, yeah. you don't submarine the coach. Never. You don't take him out. Nobody did that at Loyola if, Marymount no, when if, Paul if, Westfall was there. If one of my coaches called me tonight and said, we need you, I'm getting out of bed. I'm flying to Massachusetts. Oh, man. I'm yeah. getting back in the game. And you, I'm, I'm given seven minutes of the nastiest D. Yeah, absolutely. You're, stri- you're, you're throwing on the white T-shirt yeah. and the uh, Minutemen uh, uh, tank top jersey over it. That's right. And you're going out there and you're running that two-point – Six mile course. Yeah, I'm just running around creating chaos. That's uh, really yeah. <laughs> sort of that's like a, a good. That's a good path in showbiz to run around create chaos. Oh, I've done that. Yeah, you've done well at it. You think Fox wasn't in chaos when they canceled well, Making History? Left, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't chaos for them. That whole thing. Oh, they lost millions. So now this whole uh, uh, right before we get into the advice, uh, the whole Sony thing. Sony, that's uh, yeah. a corporation. That's right. They make TV. They yeah. sign you to a big thing. Yeah. Ooh, that's a big deal. That's like the Yankees. Yeah, I thought I was going to be writing TV, but I've just been working at Best Buy selling speakers and stuff, which hey, wasn't hey. my understanding. Look, of the uh, paycheck's good. 
Um, no, we're there. They're producing. I don't want to, you know, go too inside. Well, I would go inside yeah, baseball, like, inside baseball with you, but inside baseball, inside <laughs> show business is a little tougher. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but they, you know, they're yeah. producing my pilot. We have uh, we have numerous projects together. I'm very close with Sony. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> All right, listen, I got a bona fide big time comedy writer with me. Time for advice corner. Actual takeaway from the great Julius Sharp. Here we go. Five questions. Actual kind of like real questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, dig in to see if you can uh, get because you never know who's listening. Could be some kid out there with a dream. And he goes, Hey, uh, I'm from Western Massachusetts. Maybe I got, or the Dakotas. Mm-hmm. Very similar. Uh, you know, they have autumn. Yeah. Um, and uh, and maybe they got a dream. So let's see if we can't help. A quick tip for blending into a room as the new guy. Because you've been in a lot of different writers' rooms, yeah. a lot of different kinds. Animation, late night, sitcom, the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, what's your what's your quick tip for, for, for someone who's looking at, you know, that they avoid a mistake, they they, they, they do themselves a favor? And, and, yeah. Uh, perfect a fake laugh. Really? Yeah, because everyone yeah. will just think it's real and be like, I'm so funny. And you're like, <laughs> and they go, I like good. this guy. He's a great laugher. And you go, you can coast never pitching like, if you just for how laugh. long? Like a couple of years? Decades. Decades. Yeah. Just a good laugh. Yeah. All right. One thing to avoid that would piss off your showrunner. Uh, what's the one thing you think would, that you should avoid? I, I would say never be late. But I would also say if you're going to be late, don't text and say you're going to be late because maybe they'll be late too and ah. you won't know. But don't let them know you're going to be late. Uh, that's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. That's like a poker tip. I like that. Best long night pick-me-up. You know, when you know you're facing one of those, ah, oh, we finished where we should have started. Got to flip the whole script. It's uh, going to be a 3 a.m. or I would either go with jerky or legal weed. Legal weed? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, let's be honest. You worked during a, a long stretch of your career yeah. where it wasn't legal. That's right. So, I, I, so weed. Let's just put it at weed. Yeah. I never touched it till <laughs> no, it was no, legal. No, no, no. It's just contact high. Vacation, when you have one, do you let your head air out or do you work on other projects? Is that because I'm bald like that? No, uh, no. No, don't. Uh, Look at me. Am yeah. I, I'm ba- I can barely crack a single on time. I, I work as little as humanly possible so when you go so you when you vacation you, you vacation even when i'm here i try <laughs> right not to, even right now yeah you don't want to <laughs> strain yeah, sure. yourself you know it's like the nba like you're in the mid-season <laughs> that, game yeah. you kind of know you're in the playoffs so what do you do you just there are certain games you hold back you don't want to yeah man it's the it, 45th game we're in phoenix right i call it I'm taking laying a, off i call it taking a knee no reason to get hurt out there when it doesn't count <laughs> i'm gonna work on my 27 foot trays uh Best thing about a book tour? Uh, I think it is just seeing the admiration in the eyes of your wife. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's better than anything else. Oh, that's I a, love that. The best thing on earth. That advice corner brought to you by Yo-Yo Tires. If you get stuck, just pull the string. Hey, speaking of cars, 60 seconds, that's how long this commercial's going to last. Uh, you can get great tips in 60 seconds from Julia Sharp or even from me once in a while. You can offer also get an offer for your car from True Car. Here's all you got to do. Uh, you get your smartphone out or your laptop, doesn't matter. Just go to True Car. 
and enter your license plate number and watch the cool colors as the graphics of all your car's details pop right up on the screen. Answer a few questions. You're going to get an accurate true cash offer from a local true car certified dealer. It's that easy. After that, bring your car in. They'll check it out with you together. You can ask questions, get the answers you need so there's no surprises. Then simply leave with your check or trade in your car for a new ride. Hey, that sounds like fun. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. All right, listen, uh, uh, it's time now for a very exciting segment of the show called The Fiery Four. The Fiery Four. Julius, these are sports takes hotter than a 1974 Robert Plant. Fire number one. Oh, my subwoofer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, why no bald coaches in the NFL? Is it a weather thing? Because uh, they wear hats even when they're bald. Like Bruce Arians did it for a while in Arizona. But he always wore the, the old jazz guy cap. As as a leader of men, who's following someone bald into battle? Because they know the bald guy has nothing to live for. So he's just going to insanely throw himself Right, right. In, yeah. Into yeah, cannon it fire. Yeah, so it, I think, it doesn't have a plan. Yeah, people feel terrified following a bald guy anywhere because <laughs> they don't think that they're thinking things through. And I respect that. Fire number two. Lakers season collapsing like a carny ride in a tornado. What's their best move for next year? They got LeBron already on the bench. They haven't made the playoffs. Well, where do you go with this whole mess? I trade LeBron. Yeah, I, I, I do. I, I don't. I don't think that's a bad idea. I mean, just get rid of them. You know what? Just say no one's bigger than the game, and maybe make that like the slogan of the Lakers for next year. No one's bigger than the game. Wow. Yeah. Man, you saved. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'd take that into a pit. And you didn't need Alex Sulkin for that. Well, he's. I got him on an IFB. <laughs> My little little earpiece? Yeah. God, I wish I uh, worked sports events big enough where I could have that. Fire number three. NHL playoffs almost here drawing less attention than John Hickenluber's presidential run. How do we jack up the sport of hockey so it's uh, it's a little more popular? Or do you care? Yeah. Uh, I would say twice a year you have a game with no skates. Ooh. Bare feet? Yeah. uh, Socks. Socks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And just see what happens. How about this? Would it be more or less? Socks, and then, like, one guy on each team still has skates. I love it. So there's the threat of uh, a decapitated toes or whatever that's called. I'd love to see the skate guy fight. Can you fight decapitate a toe? The I don't sock think you can. Guy. Uh, you can de, yeah, defeat, I don't know. Yeah, you de-nail de- him. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Oh, then there could be a fight. Yeah, between the guy on skates yeah, and someone in their socks. Right. The guy on skates cuts the guy with his socks, but then they fight, and the guy with his socks has much better traction on ice. You get uh, you sneak some grips on the boat. Yeah. I like that whole thing. Fire number four. Who's your pick to win the NCAA tournament this weekend? Virginia, Auburn, Michigan State, or Texas Tech? I'm going Michigan State. Yeah. I don't know why, but I just feel like this is their year. Well, uh, they're dangerous. They, yeah. they, they have a threat of bodily harm about them that you just don't get off Virginia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Izzo it seems crazy, which you yeah. know, I, I like. I respect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That fiery four. I am in agreement. I like the Spartans. Brought to you by Conundrums, the drum set no one can figure out. Now, I understand you got a pop quiz for me. Before we get to that, we're going to do a, a little bit of a, a thing for a, a if you, do you bet? I, I bet certain football games. I like that. I like and, the mystery surrounding and if I, that. If I go to Vegas, 
I take only NBA unders and I call myself the undertaker and then root for every terrible play wow. as it happens. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. So you're the guy in the sports book going, <laughs> yeah! Yes. That's you. Yeah, every I, I blunder is money for me. Well, you don't have to go to Vegas anymore. You can go to betonline.ag. That's all you got to do. You can make that laugh right in the privacy of your own home, Julius, because uh, they got it all at betonline.ag, and they are going full out for the final four. Auburn, MSU, Texas Tech, Virginia, bet on any of them. Bet on them during the game at betonline.ag and use this promo code podcast one for a 50% welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag, promo code podcast one. Get that all happening this weekend and you will have a blast at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, time for pop quiz. We got a little theme song for this. Let's hear this, baby. Boom, pop, pop quiz. Love it. Not bad. It, not bad. It's great. Thank you. I gotta, I gotta hang out with Julius. So <laughs> first guy who's called that theme song great. <laughs> All right, go for All it. Right. These are uh, 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 trivia questions. Yeah, I'm gonna for s- me from Julius Sharp, who has a a brand new uh, pilot co- uh, that's gonna air, and he's working on tremendous shows. He's a big deal. Uh, so I'm prepared to turn this into a multiple choice if you need it. It's a sports question. Okay, who is the NBA? <laughs> Yeah, who is the NBA Hall of Famer who averaged the lowest points per game? Wow, NBA Hall of Famer who averaged the lowest points per game. I will go. It's a player? That's right. It's not a trick question. It is not. All right, I'll go Wes Unseld. You were very close. He's toward the bottom. It's actually Buddy Jeanette. Wow, Buddy Jeanette. Yeah. And then the other you two, know what? Rodman I was very low. I dated his sister, Jeanette Jeanette. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that must have been confusing. Yeah, she married a Gillette. <laughs> it was a mess. <laughs> does she keep her maiden name still? Uh, she does. No, she hyphenates. Yeah. It's Jeanette, Gillette, Jeanette. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a mess up there. <laughs> so this could be a trick question, or maybe it isn't. <laughs> Everything's a trick question with me. Yeah. Uh, which has more bones, a whale or a hamster? Wow. That is a trick question. Or uh, is it? I'm going to say uh, the hamster. I'll go the hamster because I don't know if uh, uh, whales have bones. That's incorrect. A hamster has 124 bones. A whale has 164. Well, it's much closer than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's They pack bones into that little thing. Yeah. It's kind of like the Packers in their division every year. It's always closer than I thought. <laughs> I'll go with it. All right. So I'm 0-2. Yeah. Damn it, Wes Unseld was a good guess. It was very All right, let me see if I can save my uh, my dignity. By square? Do I have any dignity? Probably not. Let's see what else When I I came in, there was a little detectable dignity. All right, let's see if I can save my detectable dignity. Uh, By square footage, what is the largest building in the world? Holy smokes. I'm going to go with the Crystal Cathedral down in Orange County. (laughs) Close. It is the Boeing factory in Everett, Washington, 398,000 square meters. Wow. Now, have they uh, taken into account, though, uh, they got to close down that whole uh, 737 MAX wing right now? Yeah, I didn't really do a lot of research <laughs> on, on this. <laughs> well, I, just... right. I certainly didn't research any of the answers either. That pop quiz! I went over for three. Brought to you by Stupidos. Really small bathing suits for really dumb guys. My guest today, the always funny Julius Sharp. Follow him on Twitter, at Julius Sharp. There's an E on the end of Sharp, not of Julius. Ah, oh, jeez, just search it. 
I'm not an online spelling academy, for God's sake. Julius, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much. And great luck on the new pilot. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse. Follow my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. Visit jeffcesario.com. Hey, he's doing dates this week with Brian Regan all over California. Thanks to you folks for tuning in. Support my sponsors, True Car and betonline.ag. If y'all want more of me this weekend, Julius, I'll be in Donde, Ecuador, calling the International Liars Dice Championship. Fun fact, there's zero lying in Liars Dice. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.